0: Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Three, two, one. Oh, oh no, wait. I don't have my notes ready. Hold on.
1: Dad, you really are the worst podcaster I've ever heard of.
0: But you have heard of me. <laughs> this is Don't Forget the Small Stuff, and today we're talking about Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl. Welcome to Don't Forget the Small Stuff, the podcast that celebrates the overlooked and forgotten little moments in films. I'm Jess and with me today is Andy. Hello. And back by popular demand, Maddie's with us.
1: Hey. Okay.
0: Uh, before we start, I should uh, let you know that you can find us online at smallstuffcast.com. Uh, we are at Smallstuffcast on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. And you can contact us using email at smallstuffcast.com.
2: Yeah, and if you uh, like what we're doing here, pop us a review either on iTunes, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you don't like it, let us know. You can email us.
0: Indeed. I should also say that our music is by the awesome Skeleton King. You can find more of Skeleton King's work by following the link in the show notes. So today we're talking about Pirates of the Caribbean, the first one. The, I'm going to say it, the only good one. No. No? No. The others are good as well? No. (laughs) okay so what
2: the last one's okay. okay I didn't say it was good all right well I suppose I've contradicted myself no I think I'll go as far as to say I enjoy the last one okay I'm a little all bit right. of a pirate's apologist but the middle lot some of the worst films I've ever seen yeah I can't I hate them mm-hmm.
0: they're hate. bad okay but this first one an entertaining I love it yarn
2: I think it's fantastic
0: yeah okay um, Mads what about you
1: I mean, I like the first one. The second or third one I can kind of cope with just because I like Will and Elizabeth in them, but I don't like the last ones.
0: No, fair enough. Andy, I think you and I, if I remember rightly, we went to the cinema together to see this film. I think you're right. Yeah.
2: Were we expecting anything from it? I was sceptical. Not long before I'd, I'd been to Disneyland... Is that the right one in Florida? And I went on the ride, which is, you know, nothing like obviously the film. And I was thinking, how are they going to do this without really thinking too much about it? Because clearly they've just picked up a, a, a half decent story and a, a, a swashbuckling yarn and, and just run with it. Really, uh, it's a fairly—it's not a generic pirate story, but I don't think, as far as I'm aware, it's got nothing to do with the ride other than the name.
0: Well, that's—I've never been to Disney, and so I've never been on. The ride was it fairly nondescript ride yeah.
2: uh, They may have changed it now. I mm, don't know. I it's mean, probably
0: theme, movie-themed now. I would
2: imagine it? this confoil circle, yeah, because yeah. I think, if I remember rightly, it was just little wooden puppets singing Yo-Ho, Yo-Ho, A Pirate's Life For Me. And you go through on a cart, and there's, like, scenes of pirating behaviour. Scenes okay. of piracy, perhaps. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, just fairly innocuous, really. Nothing to write home about. But, yeah, and they came up with this.
0: So it was directed by Gore Vubinsky, released in 2003. Um, I haven't got the numbers in front of me uh, in terms of its box office. Andy, do you have that?
2: Yeah. So it was, the budget was $140 million and it returned $654 million. So you can see why they made the sequels.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, actually, speaking of that, Maddie and I were just watching a video of the most successful films of the last, well, since 1970 something, wasn't it? And, um, we were quite surprised to see that Dead Man's Chest was in the top 10 of most successful films of all time for a little while, and then it, and then it faded out of the top 10. Um, so oh, yeah. it, that's why they made the sequel, because, as you say, they made a lot of money, didn't they? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> they did, yes. And we all agree it's an entertaining romp. Yeah, I can watch
2: this film often. If it's on TV, I'll probably stop and watch 20 minutes or so. Yeah,
0: it's always good. Uh, so shall we get into the small stuff? Should we just just dive right in? So
2: we're greeted initially with the, the boat slipping through the mist uh, and the rather haunting rendition of Pirate's Life for me from a young Elizabeth. Now, firstly, I think the, hit me straight away, the, the initial view you get of the ship coming through the mist is super cool. It's yeah. really um, tranquil waters and it's quite peaceful. Uh, I like that quite a lot. But the song, interesting, she's singing it. Clearly, you know, it's it's a direct reference um, from, to the ride. But is that the only reference to the ride in the entire movie?
0: I can't tell I you. Can't,
2: I can't. Well, no, you wouldn't have been on it, would you? No, I, I don't know. A question for our listeners, perhaps. I don't know if there's anything else that references in any way the ride. But um, I'm sure I'm wrong. Maybe the story of the ride is contained somewhere in the film. I don't know. But, um, yeah, so I, I really, really quite like the... Um, the view of the, you see the the boat from the front coming through. And that's pretty cool. But for one thing I noticed, right, the ship as, you know, as illustrated by the scene is moving very slowly. Yeah. But they pan out a little bit when they start looking on deck, the sails are full. Or um, fuller than they would be. It's weird. Okay. Mm.
0: Well, sailing, con- in a continuity I'm, error. <laughs> I'm no sailor, but that does not look right. Yeah. Um, yeah. There that transition from the tranquil shot of the the hull up to el- the close up of Elizabeth singing. There's some trickery going on because it's clearly CGI at the beginning. Sort of it's the relatively early days of CGI and so you can kind of tell. Mm-hmm. But then when it trans transfers to her then obviously there's some tr- transition point because that's a real human yeah, being that they yeah. they've put on the, the deck there. So it's sort of Poor CGI, but actually clever transition. So, uh, you know, they come out even for me.
2: I think it starts. I think it starts very well. Um, it, it leads me into the film in the way I wanted to be led into it. So
0: Yeah. So um, we'll, we'll, we'll move on from there. Um, the first part of the film spends quite a lot of time at Port Royal where we, when we get to meet the various characters. And uh, Jack r- arrives on the docks. Maddie, do you have something you wanted to mention there?
1: Yeah, well, other than this tiny little sinking boat, which is very cute. <laughs> How the hell did he get from wherever he was, which I think was Tortuga, because later the woman says stolen a boat from her.
0: Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. So you think that, that was her boat? In that yeah.
1: tiny little thing going well, across the ocean. He's a good
0: He's a good parrot.
1: But it was actually the little pay of respect he gives to the hanging skeletons, which are going into oh, yeah. when he goes in. And it kind of just sets the scene. You know that he's a pirate straight away, but kind of subtly.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's quite good, the whole entrance, isn't it? And then he, he pays the guy's money and then steals it back. Yeah. Uh, it's just.
0: I think as a character introduction, it's, it's pretty great because it tells us almost everything we need to know about Captain Jack Sparrow in a, a short space of time. Yeah. And then shortly after that, Elizabeth falls in the water, and Jack dives in to rescue her. There's that, and we get that whole sequence with um, the rescue and the kidnap.
1: (laughs) Yes, uh, I have a a little bit before that. Um, The, uh, I mean, I can do it at the start, at the end, but the um, the the ceremony when she falls and Jack rescues her. Why is there a ledge with no wall, nothing that you? Can stop you from falling. You've got an arch, which it makes it look like it's a wedding ceremony place, mm. and it's just 200 feet drop into water.
2: There's No health and safety, is there?
0: That's exactly what I was going to say. Health and safety <laughs> issues were not not paramount in those days. They didn't mm. account for stupidity. Mm. Yeah, Poor if, you're dumb, en- if yeah. you're dumb enough to fall off the edge of the fort, then that's yep. on you. Mm. But bear in mind, it's also it's a fort, so it's meant for soldiers and fighting, and so. There's a parapet wall, and a, and the bell to yeah. to ring when presumably when they're under attack. But so no, you as a soldier, don't be an idiot, don't fall off the edge. It's only that Elizabeth happened to go there because she was struggling to breathe because of her corset.
1: True, but but still, it's yeah. poor planning.
0: It wouldn't happen now, would it? No, no,
2: there'd be a handrail, and there would be sign. a serious investigation as well. Yeah. Yes, months
0: of. Uh, paperwork would be generated from that incident (laughs) (laughs) did you have anything else to say about the when jack rescues elizabeth
1: sort of it's when he escapes up and then starts spinning around on that um like (laughs) ledge the soldiers are such bad shots
2: i was watching that and i was thinking that looks like a tough shot i'm not i i have never shot a gun in my life and probably never will but i'm I don't know. I play a fair amount of video mm. games and I'm not good in those. Well,
0: I think I think it actually speaks to how inaccurate those weapons yes. were. Yeah. Because they they are not modern weapons as obviously obviously. Uh, but it's a it's a ball, not um a shell, mm. so it doesn't fly straight. Mm. Uh, there's no sights talking um, ballistics on the podcast. Yeah. Though. This is interesting. <laughs> yeah. But that's the point is that it was incredibly difficult to hit anything with weapons yeah, like that.
1: True, so. I just for the the number of them that there were and the amount of shots that fired. You think even by accident one yeah, of you, them would yeah. have hit him.
0: Well, maybe then, it, grazed, then it would be a very short movie indeed.
1: Maybe grazed slightly yeah. on the shoulder.
0: <laughs> so he does eventually escape the soldiers and ends up in um Can
2: we just just yeah. go back a little bit? Because yeah. part of the escape, right? He's got his hands shackled, right? Yeah. And he zip wires down the
0: rope. Yeah. How? Oh no, I, I paid attention to that. How
2: does he do it? Because I don't understand how he gets on. So he's on. got
0: he's got the chain right uh, attached to one hand, and he he throws. Oh, it's kind of hard to describe without doing it visually. No,
2: that's right. It's okay. This
0: will be fun. So there's loose chain in between his arms, right? Yeah. So he basically folds the loose chain in half and and throws the loose chain that's folded in half and grabs hold of it with one hand, and the other hand is shackled oh
2: that's a good idea
0: yeah no i wouldn't have thought yeah you have to, oh, have they to would pay have, close attention to they it. would have captured me yeah mm.
2: <laughs> because i was like how's okay let's let's assume he's got on the rope how's he getting off i didn't understand because he's he,
0: got one hand <laughs> either side of the rope yeah i can see what <laughs> you're saying. very confused yeah. okay thank you yeah good um, that's what closer i'm closer attention <laughs> uh, but he does end up in uh, will's blacksmith um, studio and we're going to say will's blacksmith studio because the actual blacksmith is a disaster Pretty funny, yeah? yes. Yeah, but my first note was um, obviously we already know that Will is a good blacksmith because of how nice the sword was that he he created for Norrington. But he runs a tight ship as well. He runs a tight blacksmith studio. He knows where all his equipment is. As soon as he saw that hammer in the wrong place, he knows. Well, that's not where I left it. Mm. Uh, I just respect. Coming from an engineering, my father was an engineer. Like to try and keep a tight workshop. Um, I respect having a, you know a nice, neat um, blacksmith studio. Mm-hmm. Is it a studio? It's not a studio, is it?
1: No, no it's no. a it's a workshop.
0: Workshop, thank you. Yeah, blacksmith place.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's probably called something else, isn't it? There's probably yeah. a specific word for a blacksmith's yeah. place smithery. Please, Ooh, please a, write in. in a smith. Doesn't matter. Let's not go bogged down on this. But yeah, that hammer actually is that the hammer he takes to try and break the shackles? Yes. That's an amusing scene. It's very Where nice. he's trying to break his shackled arms with one of the arms that are shackled. Yeah. Mm. And he keeps. It
0: <laughs> makes me chuckle. It's that quick kind of switch of moving your hand out of the way, but then trying it. Yeah. Um, anything else from the, the, the blacksmith space?
2: Are we including the fight here? Yeah, yeah. Okay, because I quite like the fight. I think it's it's a nice little setup. There's, the specific part I wanted to, to mention was when Will throws the sword mm-hmm. uh, and it goes into the door frame. Yeah, it stops I guess. the bolt of the door yeah, yeah. from going up. I'll mention it later, but I love that noise it's making. Oh, the such a good noise. And then Jack tries to pull it out. Yeah, and he's trying to pull it out. Um, from the door jam in the most ridiculous way. He tries to be cool and suave about it, realises that's not going to work, and then increases the uh, cadence of his tugs and desperation before realising that it's, it's a no-goer.
0: Yeah, I, and I think it, that, I, I've written it down actually, it, it leads into one of my favourite lines, because he says, that is a wonderful trick. And again, it, it, it speaks to um, Jack recognises... How good Will is it's at what he's doing. Yeah. yeah. But also, he's annoyed about it because it's stopping him from escaping. Yeah. So after that, the Black Pearl attacks Port Royal. Andy, did you have any comments you wanted to make about? Yeah, so that? Jack's
2: in jail and he hears the guns, I think. Um, but he's also at the time he's talking with the uh, the pirates uh, in the in the, uh, the jail, and there's a really good shot of Jack giving those pirates the side eye. Kind of, he he pulls the hat down across his face a little bit, and. Um, looks across and he's got a glint in his eye and a wry smile. It's, uh, it's a nice shot. The lighting's cool as well because obviously a dark jail with, with torch lights and stuff. So uh, I, I, I like that.
0: I think it's when um, they're trying to lure the dog, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, yeah. And uh, he, <laughs> he knows that they're never going to achieve it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very knowing.
1: Which Jack kind of starts to lure the dog. He does... Somewhat get the dog to come towards him, it gets to about a foot.
0: he does a better front. job than the other pirates do He don't? does
1: a much better job and he
2: smells less mm. yeah, more to know.
1: and mm. then the dog runs off as people come in, but it just it's
0: a good effort, yeah, but
1: mm. also I don't know if there's it's some sort of telling that there's something different about Jack Oh, the,
0: yeah,
1: were they pirates, were they just people that had disobeyed the law? Because if they were pirates, maybe it's a kind of telling that he's not the usual sort.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Was there any other comments about the, the whole uh, attack from the, the Black Pearl? I do like the
2: way we see a, um, an element of, I think perhaps one of the only elements of, of Norrington's competence as far as um, someone in the Navy is concerned anyway. Uh, he clearly recognises the noise of the cannons without seeing them. Uh, and ushers the governor to safety,
0: um, which I think is which is a nice touch. I think. So I'm going to I'm going to sort of um, defend Norrington a bit here because uh, I've always been a fan of Jack Davenport. Um, I think Norrington, even though he is uh, on the surface a bit of a bad guy in the film, he He's, he knows his stuff. He knows his onions. He, he's actually quite a good military commander, but he is a military commander, so he has to toe the line, so to speak. Um, yeah, I think his
2: problem is he's too straight-laced to deal with the the rogue nature of uh, Jack Sparrow's behaviour. Uh, he's not used to uh, perhaps people being so creative with their solutions of uh, to escape.
1: I do have a thing. He's a military man. He's a commodore in the Navy, which have very strict regulations very strict mm-hmm. rules we're watching a pirate movie he's always going to be the bad guy in the yeah, sense that he's, 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 he's always young, gonna he's, have to he's, he's stick the protocol
0: yeah and catch pirates i mean that's yeah, literally his job his
1: job is to catch pirates so, yep. so i think jack is impressive in the way that the commodore has some respect for him he does constantly
2: call him the worst pirate he's ever seen though which is interesting isn't it
1: in almost a I can't believe this guy is a pirate.
2: Yeah, there's a touch of accidental hero, which I'm not a massive fan of. Sometimes, Mm. isn't there to Jack?
1: I do think there is a little bit of a show of respect, almost as if.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but he's still got to do his job. He's still got to hang him. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The other thing that I really want to highlight about the um, the attack is that it shows us how good Elizabeth is at a lot of things she's not your typical damsel in distress she can handle herself Mm -hmm. she um she fights off those two pirates at the beginning she drops the hot coals on them hits one of
1: them with the bedpan
0: yeah and then even um even when she actually eventually gets captured she still had a plan she opens the window to make it look like Mm -hmm. she escaped out the window but the the pirates are just too too smart Mm -hmm. for it um but yeah, respect for um Elizabeth Swan.
1: Mm. And also saying parley, knowing what that means in More the than Pirate. the
0: pirates did anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: um that was something I wanted to point out. I had my subtitles on just so I can see exactly what's being said.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The subtitles, parley is a French word, so I'm yeah. guessing it's P A R L E T.
0: Or E Z maybe.
1: On the subtitles it's P A R L E Y. So they're just spelling it how it sounds. Well, sounds. maybe
2: I mean it might be P A R L E apostrophe apostrophe parle. Yeah, but yeah, that's interesting. They're being phonetic about it. Yeah. Maybe it's just got butchered into pirate terms. Poss- they
1: don't want to yeah. possibly
0: <laughs> Look it uh, up. Was there any other any other th- anything from the the attack? Only when
2: Elizabeth gets captured or rather not captured, taken back to the boat for parlay, confused me a little bit because she threatens them with dropping the coin. She's figured out they want the coin, right? Um, And she dangles it over the sea, over the edge of the boat, to say, okay, you know, well, I'm just going to throw this in the water. And they're genuinely terrified of it being dropped into the sea. But later on, we clearly see that they're able to walk on the seabed, so couldn't they just
0: throw someone down? And get all it? they could I'd just all they could do is just go down and get it go when get she drops it drops. I don't understand
2: no. why they're so nervous. Mm, but,
1: but I didn't. I kind of questioned it as well because, like,
2: like should they should be like, "Yeah, go on then," and then just chuck a bloke in there to go get it. No. I mean, Barbosa's is a he's a ruthless individual anyway, right. so
1: he probably just push one of them over. <laughs> and go yes. get it.
0: So I noticed that as well, but I I kind of gave it a pass, partly because I think from a story perspective, it it. It works because it um, it reveals to Elizabeth that that is what they want. And she has that great look on her face after she after she figures it all out. Um, But also, I think if you're these pirates and you have spent the last eight years trying to find that coin and then it's right there in front of you and then all of a sudden she's threatening to drop it in the ocean again, you might react a little bit. You may not. You know, you'd give away you'd, you'd. Give yourself away, I think. I suppose
2: least. there is the, the possible chance that there could be a sea crevasse which you could creep into and yeah. be lost forever. But,
0: you know. And then uh, after Elizabeth calls for parley, Will and Jack go to steal the interceptor, which is an, a magnificent um, ruse and scheme that they come up with.
1: The rowboat that they steal and um, walk along the seabed. How did they get under it? So they would have had to lift it up, crawl under, and then wait. First of all, why are you waiting? If you've been able to get under it without being seen, why don't you just go? Because there's clearly no one there. You can just
3: leave.
1: Yeah. How did how did they manage to get under there without being seen? Is it those
2: I, two incompetent py- uh, sorry military men that are nearest to that? I don't. I forget. Very I don't, possibly. No,
1: but there were like. There's a selection of soldiers that run by in formation before they then get up and go.
2: And how do they see if the coast's clear? They're in a boat. I don't get it. Well, and we know there's no
0: holes in the bottom of the boat that they could see through because it doesn't leak later on. Mm.
2: It's a good question. It's filmmaking. It's a filmmaking technique. Do you think that boat thing actually works? probably what but you, you can, can be
0: underwater underneath a boat
2: well yeah I I mean really conceptually yes I, you know if there's you can trap air in the hull of a boat and breathe there are stories of survival at sea folks who do this um, but as far as walking on the seabed with that amount of air captured would in it, the would hull it, would, th- would it lift it, you up would, I think
0: you would think float? the air flow. yeah I think
2: probably. unless they've got lead boots on like deep sea divers which I'm, mm. I'm guessing they don't mm. I don't think that works that's no, a good point. I'll try it next time I'm near the
0: sea. I will. <laughs> there is another great line. Actually, it's before that scene. And I'm going to have to point out, going back to Norrington, um, I love the line he gives to to Will when he says, uh, do not make the mistake of thinking you're the only man he, mm-hmm. here that cares mm-hmm. about Elizabeth. And it, it just, it, you know, I've, I've got a soft spot for Norrington. So I'm... I, I've, I just want to highlight that he's actually a decent bloke. He just, mm-hmm. as you, as we said earlier, he's got to toe the line. He's got to do what the the arm or the navy mm-hmm. says. Anything else about the um, the stealing of the interceptor?
2: Yeah, so it's it's a good ruse, isn't it? Um, it's a good ruse. So when the um, I forget, they're on the Dauntless, aren't they? And then the yeah. interceptor goes after them, and then they steal. Yeah, that's right. So they, they swing
0: they, across after correct. all of the the troops are on board the Dauntless.
2: So Norrington tells the guys to, as the boats come alongside and, and Jack and uh, Will swing over and start sailing away, Norrington gives the order to get on board or something like that. So you see a couple of guys grab ropes and go for a swing to kind of get themselves onto the boat. The first guy who does it should be sacked. It's the worst. <laughs> he, I, I don't know what he knows about angles, but it's clear from the second he launches himself, he's going to miss by miles. And he does. He lands about 30 feet behind the boat. Um, rubbish yeah terrible
0: sailor but comically mm, f- fabulous
2: mm. yeah as you say, I mean I suspect he's just you know I've got to follow orders no yes, matter what so exactly. I'm just going to do
0: this he said you should try I don't think it's yeah. possible so actually he might get he might get points from Norrington it's, it's like promotion. Yeah, he, yeah he did he Look, this did guy why tried. I asked him to yeah,
3: yeah. he's
2: a good point it, I'm not thinking like a military man am I yeah That's he followed problem. orders yeah so actually what a great sailor
0: that guy yeah. what a guy <laughs> he's my favourite then they go to, 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 to Tortuga, which I don't have a great deal to say about it, except that there is constant fighting in Tortuga. <laughs> it's just from the moment they arrive, every single person, apart from the drunk guy that's like pouring <laughs> rum into his face, uh, every single person apart from the women are fighting.
1: It's brilliant. Uh, and
0: even when they're having the chat in the pub or the bar, uh, about the the whole recruiting the crew, the fights are still going on. They're, every once in a while, they'll Could creep into you know, the background. No one's yeah. even yeah. taking any interest no. in it. No, it doesn't phase them one little bit.
1: There's almost no chance to be like, oh, hold on, hold on, I just want to get a drink. Yeah, Let's just continue fighting.
0: Yeah, and you presumably, if you want a drink, you've just got to work your way around the fighting. Yeah, yeah, one would imagine. Yeah, yeah, it's good, it's good, <laughs> it's good. Another callback to um, Christmas vacation. While Jack and Will are in Tortuga, Barbosa and Elizabeth are having their I don't know, it's not really a parlay at this point, they're just having their meal. And um Barbosa is very keen for to to, to be able to vicariously dine with just watch, Just watch someone eat. Just watch someone eat. It's a, a bit weird again. Yeah. Barbosa does a couple of things in this film which are slightly creepy. <laughs> one thing I want to point out about this is I love the way Barbosa pours the wine. the The cup is sliding on the mm. table, and he manages to to pour the wine as it's moving. He's an think experienced is sailor; yeah.
1: doesn't spill a drop.
0: No. Yeah. Any other comments from that whole sequence? That fight's
2: entertaining, isn't it? Yes. Um, like you know, it's it's basically a chase scene, um, but there's a, there's there's one particular part where. I think Elizabeth goes around a column or something and, and Barbosa's behind it and then kind of reveals himself as, he's, if he's, as if he was hiding and gives unquestionably the best R of the film. Um, it's very good. It yeah. completely, I don't know why he does it, actually, apart from, hey, I'm a pirate. I can say R.
0: It's um, it's self-aware, isn't it? Barbosa yeah. is self-aware of his pirateness. ness
1: mm.
2: Brilliant.
0: I love a good R. Um. <laughs>
1: Mine was a bit, it's a bit of a question, maybe a bit of an inconsistency. But after when uh, Elizabeth stabs Barbosa, he pulls out the butter knife, whatever it is. There's blood on the knife Mm. for someone who's dead but not dead and alive but not alive. You'd think there wouldn't be any blood. We already know there's a curse, we've seen it
0: kind of. Well, I think that's it. I think it's again, it's filmmaking technique, isn't it? They mm. they are maintaining the mystery, even though we've seen that one mm. pirate's arm as he he grabbed Jack by the throat. Yeah. I think it's it's still trying to convince us that that Barbosa is is human.
1: Yeah, and then like two but, seconds later. We see him trying to drink a drink. You can stick yeah, your yeah. arm through it. Yeah, the,
2: the stuff that comes out isn't blood, is it? it's no, wine. It's, it's, wine. Wine, he's uh, drinking it's not wine bloodied wine.
0: wine. Stupid film. No, it's a good point. <laughs> yeah, why are we even talking <laughs> about it? There is a, um, a rather lovely recruiting scene on the dock in Tortuga when we get to meet some of the, the crew. Um, you guys... Uh, <laughs> Guys, got anything to say there?
1: Uh, yes, I think this is probably my favourite small bit of the entire film. Yeah. Um, but they've—he's gone along the line, uh, talking to each one, looking at each one, like questionably that they're the best crew, and he gets to the woman, she slaps him, whatever, and then they all walk away because if I'm that boat, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and. <laughs> He was holding a banana the entire time. In his hand, holding it like a gun, like a banana gun, like little kids do. Yeah. Just just holding it and waving it about. I love yeah. stuff
2: like that. It's so good. <laughs> yeah.
1: He has it the entire time. But he doesn't eat it.
0: No. It's not just open. Makes he's no just reference open. to the fact he's no. Just holding a banana. Yeah. Man yeah. holding banana.
2: It's like the drunk guy in the bar at um in game night. Yeah. No explanation. Yeah. Just there. Just Un- exactly. Yeah. The banana.
0: Um, and I also have to point out that it's uh, a green banana, which is yeah. geographically accurate, because even when we were when we were in St. Lucia, even the really good bananas from the breakfast bar were all green. Um, so it's, yeah, it's geographically there accurate. Yeah. Approved. So then things move on to um, the couple of quick short scenes on The Interceptor. And I just specifically wanted to talk about uh, when Gibbs tells Will about Jack on the, the the abandoned island that first time, the deserted island. So Gibbs is in this instance he's just exposition man. He's just, and it happens quite a lot in the in the, the film where a one pirate is telling someone else some backstory. Yep. He's just they're unloading exposition. It's an like exposition dump, mm-hmm. but it works because it's a pirate telling a tale Mm. yeah and i think you can get away with as much exposition as you want as long as you've got a pirate telling it in a Mm. creepy and mysterious way
1: Mm. almost like the stories that you hear of pirates being told by a pirate with some sort of added dramatic effect like they're making it sound so much more surreal because that's the life they live
2: Yeah, and there's accepted mystery. And also, there's 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 an element of you don't need to know how it just happened this way. Mm. Um, it's very good.
1: It's also Mister Gibbs and his uh, kind of fate-ridden life and luck and everything.
0: Yeah, I just think that I mean it happens multiple times. So Barbosa does it with with Elizabeth when he tells her about the the curse and all that stuff, and then the um, the two. I don't know what you call them—the two hapless pirates, the one with the wooden eye mm-hmm. and his friend—they do it when they tell um, Will about Bootstrap Bill, mm. and it's just—it is literally just exposition. Mm. That's all it is, but it works because it's piratey. Mm. and I think that's uh, a—it's a—it's a, it's a good movie-making tip. If you Thanks. need some exposition, get a pirate to do it. Arr. Uh, and then um one of the central points of the film is the um the time the first time they tried to lift the curse.
1: When Babos is up there and he's um kind of giving his old big speech about it, he says cursed treasure of Cortez. Yeah. Not cursed, cursed. It's it's brilliant. Oh
2: nice Bristolian accent, <laughs> yeah.
0: <Yes. laughs> um it reminds me of a story that uh, also, Small Stuff family member Chris told us once about he was in uh, a restaurant in in California and the waiter, uh, he was ordering eggs, and the waiter asked him, how would you like your eggs cooked? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's yeah. good. And then...
2: Um, there's a nice shot, actually, in yeah. that when they put the treasure back. Um, mm. There's a nice, slightly contrived shot, but yeah. when they're dropping the coin and it's slowly flipping yeah. and then it kind of lands perfectly, and then all the tre- all the treasure ripples around it. That looks good.
1: The Boom. entire screen of gold coins. Yeah, that would be like a a home home screen for some mm. little kid obsessed with pirates.
2: Are they still? Are there anyone that's obsessed with this? That's oh, interesting. Is it relevant
0: anymore? Or if pirates had personal computers, yeah, their, that's what they would do. Their, yes. their desktop backgrounds would be full yeah, of gold coins. Mm. Yeah.
1: That, I was obsessed with pirates. That was a phase in my life.
0: This film did sort of, did it kind of reignite the pirate genre? To.
2: Were there any other pirate films on the back of this?
0: Well, there was, I don't know if there were pirate films, but there was Black Sails, which was a big deal. Oh, well, yeah. kind of a big deal. Oh, it was good for a while. Yeah. Um, and I think, uh, did Lego always have pirate Lego? I think they probably did. I don't know. Or did they I mean
2: they hooked obviously. in I think they had the non licensed pirate Lego. Yeah. But then obviously that just became
0: No Fair um,
2: point. Yeah. Mm.
0: Andy, you had something to say about when they rescue Elizabeth and, and then Jack asks for parlay.
2: Yeah, it's only a small point. Um going on to the some of the, the, the better looking scenes. There's um there's a high shot of the Interceptor. They sort of pan out and you don't often see the whole ship sailing away. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of desaturated. There's low light and the ship's kind of sailing on screen. And um, yeah, I really like it. I'm a, I'm a bit of a sucker for wide shots of boats. Going back to uh, Casino Royale here. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, um, that was it really. But yeah. uh, much appreciated that one.
0: Speaking of uh, wide shots of boats, um, we get onto the, um, the naval battle between the Black Pearl and the Interceptor. Uh, which I think actually, and I don't, Oh, yeah, go on, Matt.
1: Um, I have a little bit yeah. before the actual battle. It's mm-hmm. um when Jack and Barbosa are negotiating, and then they go up onto the deck and they look at the um they look at the ship in the distance, and it's when Jack gets sent to the brig. Barbosa throws, his ap- ho- throws the apple off the ship yeah. with so much anger and force and effort and it goes nowhere. It kind of... He throws it as if he's never thrown anything in his life. It's like it's Mr. Kind of like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> um And it, it just it barely makes it off the ship and it's just... A, <laughs> <kind of laughs> oh,
0: poor old Barbosa. Maybe, you know, cricket, baseball, they weren't his thing. You know, he's dead. His
2: muscle mass is going to have been reduced, uh, you
0: know. You think that's what it is? Yeah. Yeah, okay. No. (laughs) Good spot, though. I'm going to have to watch that scene again because stuff like that makes me laugh. So that battle between the Black Pearl and the Interceptor, I mean, I don't have a lot to compare it to, but I feel like it's actually quite a good representation of naval battle. Mm. Like You know, the the close guns, the, the, the swinging across on the ropes and that kind of stuff, the boarding...
1: The knives and forks in the candle. Well, that that yeah.
0: might not be a very good representation. Obviously, there's you know they had to have some. Yeah. There. There's a couple of good things
2: in that whole scene, just from a small stuff perspective. Um, there's a fantastic shot when the anchor grabs, yeah. and the boat is hauled round hard. That's uh, that's pretty dramatic and, and pretty cool. Just before the battle starts, is uh, Jack's thrown into the brig mm. right in the keel of the boat, and it's obviously a bit wet. Yeah, he's
0: like apparently there's a leak. which is a great line yeah yeah it's one of my favourite lines I had it I had it it written in my notes it's such a good line and he delivers it so well yeah apparently there's a leak (laughs) so good
1: and then and then the stop blowing holes in my shit yeah yeah Yeah,
0: he gets
2: he gets angry which is which is amusing um uh, there's a weird pronunciation Elizabeth gets into the bow and she's commanding her troops pretty well she says fire but she says fire it's really odd fire maybe maybe she's just like really she's caught in angry yeah yeah, I think it's it's, yeah you mentioned cookhead or whatever it was (laughs) Um, cursehead yeah cursehead
0: Um, I think Elizabeth again this is Elizabeth showing her her worth she's actually she's almost a naval combat genius it's her idea to lose them in the shallows or to and it's her idea the shoals yeah and yeah I think she's like she, it was it was her idea to do the I think what Barbosa mm. calls club hauling. Yeah, mm. she, once again, Elizabeth pulling through. Yeah, one one of my
2: favourite lines of the film is when the battle was the dust is clearing, and and Will's on deck and Barbosa is addressing him, and Will's kind of threatening him with because I figure, I can't remember exactly what it is. It's been a while since I watched this one. Is he talking about it's his bloody needs or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he he's he's making out that um, that potentially he'll get rid of himself so you can't have my blood. Yeah. And is so confused to the point where he goes, who are you? He has yeah. no idea who he is. <laughs> Will's trying to be all, uh, all uh, um, aggressive. It's, it's um, my
0: blood you need. He's like, who are you? <laughs> yeah, it's 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 really good. Yeah. Just
2: a I don't know who you are, mate.
0: So there's just one more thing about the battle I want to mention before we move on. The moment when the they take down the mast of the Interceptor and it falls onto the black pearl and Bar- everyone else is diving like out of the way of it. And Barbosa just steps forward mm. and it it lands behind him. I just think it's so cool. It reminds me of the scene in I think it's the last Lord of the Rings film when they fire, they catapult a giant boulder at the orcs, <laughs> and the main orc just steps out of the way of it at the last minute. Yeah. I just think it's incredibly cool. I want to be the guy that that is so cool in battle that you just step out of the way of the thing that's coming <laughs> to kill you. Shortly after that, they um, they throw Jack and Elizabeth on the same deserted island where Jack was held before. So I don't I don't have a great deal to say about this, except I really love Jack's very short speech about what a ship is mm-hmm. rather than what a ship needs.
2: Wherever we want to go, we go. that's what a ship is. You know, it's not just a keel and a hole in a deck and sails. That's
0: what a ship needs. But what a ship is. What the Black Pearl really is. Like it really kind of it. I mean, Jack's a bit of a weird sort of slightly inaccessible character because he's so enigmatic. But that moment just kind of humanizes him a little bit. And he talks about how um, he kind of romanticizes the idea of sailing. And I love that that part of it.
2: That's a f- funny scene, the whole thing, isn't it? I do like the way when uh, I think it's the morning after he's all horribly drunk. He's walking away. And Rambling on about, you know, and she was saying, "Oh, it must have been a terrible time." She's like, well, it bloody is now?" Yeah, <laughs> because the rum's gone, and he's having, yeah. you know, he's stuck on her on the island with her, and then obviously she's the ship,
0: and yeah. then um, yeah, <laughs> there'll but be lo- no living with her. It's,
2: it is peak Jack Sparrow that <laughs> whole scene.
0: Yeah, uh, and then I think I'm just going to we're going to fast forward actually to the the main battle at the end after the second curse lifting ceremony when there's the the fight on the Dauntless and there's the t- sword fight in the in the cave. For me, the star of the scene is um,
2: Governor Swan. He's brilliant. I mean, he's very... He doesn't really do anything, but um, he locks himself in the room. Um, he plays
0: tug-of-war with
2: his wig. Yeah, yeah, he loves his wig. He's very mm-hmm. happy he gets his wig back um, and then locks that uh, arm in the drawer, which he seems to struggle with quite a lot. And then at the end, when the battle's clearly over, he comes, he comes out and he's such an idiot. He's like, he joins in with the huzzah. Yes. Yeah. And he's shaking his finger. And he's like, yes, yes. And he's done and he, nothing. He
0: does a little boxing thing. He does a little thing. boxing <laughs> yeah.
1: thing. He waves his finger. Yeah.
2: Huzzah. Huzzah. He's an idiot. Uh-huh. Uh, the perfect idiot for me. So uh, <laughs> I've, I've well got done.
1: that down. I've got um, uh, Throwing Little Fists. Yeah. the capture capture pirates yeah <laughs> it's a little boxing match but he's still too scared to go anywhere <laughs> <laughs> he, he might
2: kind of jinx like um, away after the guy oh, he, do
0: a he does a little soft shoe shuffle doesn't
2: yeah he? <laughs> oh dear um, Bob also does another couple of good R's in that scene yes. you know, we're going back and forward in a kind of Star Wars style between a fight here and a the fight there
1: yes one of them is uh, Jack's doing his very uh, Jack Sparrow run the like The one that's all over TikTok, yeah. And Barbosa is just walking behind him, going (laughs) ah. It's a really long. Like (laughs) ah, it's really
0: weird. By the way, you just referenced that it that is all over TikTok. Yeah, yeah. We, we don't know that.
1: Uh, it's it's a trend. We're not the right generation for that. <laughs> no, there's a trend on. Uh, oh, maybe
0: you would. Do you, you do know that? Oh God, no! No, I hate it. Okay.
1: <laughs> no, there's a trend on TikTok where people have to like recreate Jack Sparrow's run. They're like arms in the air, knees. No one up. told me
2: about this. Perhaps I should install TikTok.
0: <laughs> that was one of the great things about. I mean, it was a really good game anyway. But the um, Lego Pirates of the Caribbean game. Love that whenever game. you would be in control of jack he would do that run mm. throughout the whole mm. game it was great love yeah. that game mm. all right was there any other small stuff guys very briefly yeah at the end we've
2: got jack's hanging scene yeah and he's being read the list of charges um he's very pleased of the impersonating a cleric of the church of england charge yeah. and he does a little little smile about it he's like oh yeah if, yeah
1: good times. that's one off the
2: list good times <laughs>
1: Um, I've got a little bit that I just remembered. I haven't written it down, but when they're uh, captured and it's Will and Jack, uh, like, back to back with the all the soldiers wrapped around them, mm-hmm. he gets the feather in his face and he, like, yeah. and then, like, <laughs> looks at it. Yeah,
0: it's a nice touch. Yeah. It's a nice touch. Yeah, Very good. All right, uh, I think that'll do it for Small Stuff. We'll take a break. Yeah. Okay, category time. Starting as always with audio corner.
1: Mine's fairly average. It's just the like clang of cutlasses together. Cha-ching! just it's in good. general you yeah. love a good sword battle I do love yeah. a good sword battle but like the ones when you've got lots of ones in a row like they're properly fighting it's not just like a little
0: tap yeah. well there's plenty of that in this yes. movie so yeah, that's yeah. good I'm so thinking, just sword battles in general
1: yeah I'm thinking specifically Barbosa and Jax right at the end
2: um mm, I'm torn I'm I'm gonna mention the sword wobbling noise again that yeah. was gonna be my winner Um, but I, as I, I tend to do is I, I put the soundtrack on a couple of days back. It's so good. The soundtrack's, it's really incredible. There's a specific uh, track called he's a pirate, which is, I think probably the most played track on the entire soundtrack. And it's, it's kind of a mashup of, um, the kind of the main Jack theme and a bunch of other swashbuckling noises, I suppose. Uh, it's fantastic. He's a pirate. is a great track, uh, and it, I don't. I don't know how. I've never really understood how music can invoke the idea of something, be it sci-fi or, or, or westerns. Or I don't have the musical vocabulary to to describe that. But if there's ever a, a song that reminds me of a pirate or makes me think of pirates, it's He's a Pirate. So that gets my uh, my vote.
0: Yeah. So I I agree. Every moment of the soundtrack works more or less for the scene it's in. I have got, I, again, I'm with you, Annie. I'm kind of torn between two. There's a moment right at the end when um, Will and Jack have have sort of, well, Jack's escaped the hanging, thanks to Will, and they end up being surrounded. It's the feather scene that mm. you were just talking about, Maddie. They end up surrounded by soldiers with their bayonets on their right um their guns, and Will's got a sword, and they kind of do a spin round, and right. he yeah. clinks his sword against the bayonets, mm-hmm. and he goes ding 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 ding. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I love that bit. That's pretty good. Yeah, uh, but I think I agree. I'm going to say the the soundtrack, but I'm going to pick the moment when um, the fight. When is it? I think it's the f- it's the it's the the blacksmith studio mm-hmm. fight. When we first hear, like, the, the stereotypical Pirates of the Caribbean theme music, the music that we all know from mm-hmm. the... I'm not going to sing it. Uh, but I think that's the first time we hear it. And it's so rousing and sort of swashbuckling yeah. and, and they're sword fighting. And it's just... I don't even
2: know what swashbuckling means. Well,
0: no, but that's but, it. That's yeah, swashbuckling. But that's exactly it, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So that's my winner. Best looking scene. I think there are a lot of best looking scenes. Mm-hmm.
1: There's quite a few.
0: Yeah. I mean I've got it's like five or six written five or six nominations written down. Right. I've um, got one. I'll tell you mine. Okay, go for it. Um, it is when
2: the crew are walking on the seabed and you can see the hull of the Dauntless. Uh and they're coming out of the murky water. It's flipping brilliant. Um it was it's like a an aquatic reservoir dog. <laughs> yes. It's, yeah, yeah. It's very cool. Because
0: you, uh, well, at first you can't see them. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's just they under come there. out of the mist. Yeah. And yeah. then all of a sudden they, they're walking along the seabed. Yeah, they do a great job. Yeah, that's that. mine. Um, Good shout.
1: I've got two, both of which are at Ila de Muerta. Yeah. But but the both times one from each. And they both involve ships. Okay, go on then. Uh, mm-hmm. Mine is the first time you pan to the island... And you have the Black Pearl docked, kind of behind the the mountains in a little bay area, mm-hmm. and there's like the mist over it. Mm-hmm. It looks really cool. I paused it. it it's really good. <laughs> um, and my other one, it's fairly similar, but it's the second time with the Dauntless when so has just told all of his crew to go take a walk. The the murky water bit and you they pan to the dauntless in the middle of the arch in the of like the mountains or whatever and you've got the moon it's a full moon like shining with like the white light a little bit of haze from it's really it's really nice yeah they're
2: layering on every trick they can to make it look cool and mysterious and piratey it's very very impressive yeah
1: it looks pretty good though
0: so I've got a very long list of um, nominations. I may not go through all of them, but there's a great shot right at the beginning when um, they rescue Will from f- from the shipwreck. The, and Gibbs looks out and there's just the burning mm-hmm. wreck of the the other ship that Will was on. I think it's an amazing looking scene. Yeah, that whole thing looks good, doesn't it? The view from Elizabeth's window mm. in Port Royal with the um, that rock formation... And the 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 bay below, I think that's a that's a great looking. Where do scene. you
2: know where it, where it was filmed? I didn't look it up. I don't.
0: I don't. I don't even know if it was CGI or if it's a real no. place. I'm not sure. I mean that in Saint Lucia they have rock formations like that, and they're called the petons. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if this if Port Royal has one of those in real life or what. I don't know. I I also wrote down the pirates walking under the water. That was another option for me. Um, from a purely photographic perspective, there is at the there's a scene when Elizabeth has fallen in the water and the 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 gold coin has made its pulse through the ocean, mm-hmm. and the wind changes yep. and there's a shot of a palm tree blowing in the wind, mm-hmm. and you see it through the arch one of the arches of the Port Royal fort, and there's some soldiers running by. That shot with the clouds in the background and the wind blowing the street, from a photographic perspective, it's gorgeous.
1: Yes, it's it's very, like, dark and mysterious. It kind of shows that something's yeah. happened. Yeah,
0: it's really moody and and very yeah. cool. Uh, and there's also a shot um, when the... I think it's when the Interceptor first shows up at, at Ila de Muerta. There's a shot from under the water looking directly upwards towards the hull... Of the interceptor as it goes through all of the the shipwrecks, and there's hammerhead sharks swimming, and so you just see yeah. the um, silhouettes mm. of the hammerheads. I think that's really great. That
1: was that was one of my shortlisted ones.
0: Yeah, uh, but I'm I think I'm going to pick the a, the a look that I I referenced earlier, and it's purely based on Kira Knightley. To be honest with you, <laughs> when she goes to when she goes to drop the coin or, or pretends to drop the coin yeah. in the in the ocean. And they do the thing that you mm-hmm. were talking about earlier, Andy. Where they're like, "Oh no, don't do that." Yeah. Um, she's just got this great knowing look on her face, like, yeah, I'm, "I've got one over on you guys." And mm-hmm. uh, I just love that look. So that's my vote. Elizabeth, Elizabeth Swan, Swan. Yep. Yeah. Okay. The Monsieur Mendel Award, <laughs> aka our <laughs> favorite incidental character.
2: You know, it's not really incidental enough for my liking, but I can't go away from Governor Swan. He's not, is he incidental enough? Probably not.
0: I, I yeah, we could so debate good. it, but we're not. Everything
2: he's in is brilliant for various reasons. Either he's, you know, he's stuffy or surprised or, or what have you. He's, he's a gem. Okay. Governor so Swan. He, he, yeah. Governor Swan gets my vote.
0: Well, I think um, it's, it's Jonathan Price, isn't it? The yeah. actor. Yeah. I think he just is so perfect in that role. He's, he's great. So I've got a couple of nominations. Um, the two guards that are guarding the Interceptor and then we see them continuously yeah. throughout the film. I think they're very entertaining. I like them. Yep. Can we nominate the monkey or the, the parrot? They're both... Why not? Like, they're it's both...
2: character. It doesn't say human. I mean, I shortlisted
1: the dog.
0: Okay. Yeah, the dog. All right, good. shortlisted the dog.
1: Yeah. Nice. The, dog. so, but... the, the dog's... Were, my keys run away.
0: Yeah. 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 So, but I am going to um, pick the, uh, the Harbour Master who uh, Jack mm-hmm. um, meets right at the beginning. In, in, uh, because, and specifically only because he's played by Guy Siner, who was Lieutenant Gruber in Hello, Hello, <laughs> which was a British TV show that Is was that right? a family oh. classic. And um, Lieutenant Gruber was one of uh, the favourite characters in that show. And it's Guy Siner who also plays the harbour master in, uh, in this
2: i need to go back and look at that
0: so yeah respect to guy signer i'm saying signer it might be sinner i'm not sure but it's one end so i'm assuming it's signer um maddie um,
1: i had a couple um shortlist the dog with the keys was one of them but also the little parrot, the tiny little one
3: <laughs>
1: we see at the end they all help to rope Jack onto the back power after he's escaped and yeah. he's there just flying away <laughs> acting like he's <laughs> helping <laughs>
0: so he's not helping at all he's actually no, no, weighing no. the rope yeah. down
1: um, but he wants to help um, I like him but mine goes to the two useless guards the um, Pride of the British Navy yeah. yes yeah. I love them they're, they're so cute
2: when they fail to attempt to rescue Elizabeth,
1: it's brilliant. Oh, yeah. yeah. It and like, then he, uh,
2: Oh, what should we do?
0: I love it when he says, "I never would have thought of that." And and Jack goes, "Well, you've never been to Singapore." <laughs>
1: <laughs> and um, the uh, the corset, and he like throws it away and just points at Jack. Yeah. yeah. Oh, They're my favourite.
0: Good. Best location yeah. for a, for a film that has a lot of exotic locations and ships i found this category quite difficult yeah
2: mine's port royal um just because it reminds me of being in the caribbean at some point in time so i've looked it up by the way it's either st vincent um or dominica
0: What where it was filmed yeah i mean that's
2: their filming locations um but yeah it looks lovely and reminds me of the caribbean and i want to go back
0: okay
1: um it was all kind of the same. It yeah. was a lot of water and a lot of kind I of, and just bays. Yeah. So I've got the island of the marooning is beautiful. The deserted island. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's too small though for, okay. for like favourite location. So I went with either the but specifically the inside of it with okay. the pools of water. The How is
2: it lit? The lighting is, is okay in there.
1: Moonlight
0: through holes in the roof? maybe. Mm.
2: You, oh no, mm.
0: there is moonlight. There is moonlight
2: because, yeah. because they, yeah, yeah.
1: But the pools of water and then the like stepping stones between places. It it's really cool. I like it. That's your shout. Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, so I'm I've got two nominations. No, go on.
1: Um, and there's a volcano on the island. There is, which mm-hmm. is very cool.
0: Yeah. So I had two nominations. Um, the Dauntless itself. I just, mm. you know, it's a, what do, you, what do you call it? It's a ship of the line. It's a, it's a, it's the power in these waters, is one it's of It's a the, good name for a boat as well, yeah, isn't it? It's great. Yeah. Um, and, and then the other one is the deserted island, because I think it's pretty delightful, that deserted mm. island. Mm-hmm.
2: Could you live there with uh, coconuts?
0: Well, no. Eh, no. No, I mean, I don't think you could, but.
1: Well, it's a marooning island for a reason.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but. What a great place. You can imagine going on a, a Caribbean tour or a Caribbean cruise mm-hmm. and stopping off there. And, and
2: I mean, they literally do, don't they? They yeah. just yeah. sail to an island and you have, get off and
0: have a barbecue and then <laughs> have, some rum. The, you have some yeah. rum. Literally, you I
1: do. I mean, it's a rum runner's cash. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, that's my, my vote, the deserted island. The prop or item from the film we'd like to, to own, which I think we're going to just called the souvenir category. Is that fair to, to change the name of the category yeah. to souvenir? I no think it's like a that. word that sums things up, isn't it? Yep. So um, your souvenir from from Pirates of the Caribbean.
2: I, I'm torn. I think I'm going to go Jack's compass. Um, I think I'd have the compass. There's either like that or his hat. Um, I've always fancied a hat on like that, but mm. then I think about where I wear it and I wouldn't. So uh, the compass wins for me. Okay, yeah. Mm.
1: The hat is actually kind of lame. I took some time. Shut pirate... up! Paul. No, 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 no. <laughs> I took some time to look at it. It is the most basic hat, pirate hat. You're going have to have it. I'll have it. It's okay. But would you not want Will's hat at the end, or Barbosa's hat with the big floppy bit at the front? No, it's, it's kind just of iconic. Tri- no. It's just a triangle. That's Remember, it it's,
0: it, as Andy pointed out, he wouldn't be wearing the hat. Mm. It's a souvenir from the film. So, I mean, um, I would wear it. Let's be clear. Oh, okay. All right. At least inside. (laughs) It's your inside hat. Yeah. It is kind of But you're not going for that. You're going for the compass. I am going for the compass. Okay. Okay, Okay. good. Matt?
1: Well, I had the compass as well, but for souvenir, no. But like...
0: If you had a compass that did what... (laughs)
1: Oh, I'd love it if it did the thing. Yeah, but if okay. it was just a prop, I'd go with the gold necklace, the um okay. the the coin on the chain. The Aztec gold. I'm fairly
2: certain you can buy those for like two dollars at Disneyland.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but they're like
2: yeah. plastic. <laughs> they're not they're not real though, are they? They're also clearly not. They're also current. plastic. That's the other advantage, of course. Mm. You don't become
1: undead. But they're plastic.
0: True. Yeah.
1: I'd take like a proper metal one there.
0: Just going back to the compass very briefly. Um having watched the what is it, the second film, I think, when they reveal what the compass actually points to. Mm. Um, Did you notice that when Commodore Norrington inspected it at one point in the film, the the compass is pointing directly at himself? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So my uh, my souvenir, I've only got one thing written down. I mean, yeah, I I agree. I could go with the compass or the coin, but I thought they were, I thought you'd probably take them. So I'm going to go with the sword. The Commodore yeah. sword, the Will, mm-hmm. because as Will says, it's like gold filigree in the handle, and the the tang is almost the same width as the blade, whatever the hell that tang. Was. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, but it's just a nice, it's just a nice a sword. sword. Yeah,
2: I don't know. I'd put it on the wall, and the kids would play around with it, and invariably stab something or someone. So that's that's the probably joy of owning a sword.
1: Probably the other child.
2: Yeah, uh, I would imagine so. Yeah,
0: coolest look. Now, Mads, it's funny that you mentioned Will's hat at the end, because my first note on Coolest Look, I'm sorry about this, is not Will's hat at the (laughs) end.
2: What are you talking about? That's exactly the opposite. My answer is Will's entire outfit.
3: Come on. Come on, Will. No, He's channelling.
2: Um, It's just the best. Like Errol Flynn and Robin Hood and all. what a guy.
1: Yeah, I... It's up there with mine. It's not my favourite, but it's it's my it's second on my list.
2: Why? Why does he now think he's he's cool enough to pull that off? It's he's, brilliant.
1: He's got a cape. I know.
0: I love a cape. He's he's like a musketeer. Yeah, he Three is Musketeers. like a musketeer. Yeah.
1: He's got a cape, a big feather, in mm-hmm. a massive hat to cover his face to to yeah. help Jack after going up yeah. to the like. The law, basically. Yeah. Just Announcing himself and then going and doing the bad thing.
2: So good. Can you imagine wearing a cape now?
0: Anyway, I'd love to. You looked. want to? I'd love to. When there are capes on that um, techwear website we looked at, I think there might yeah. be. Yeah, there yeah. were. You we could get capes.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. Anyway, so, so is that your yeah yeah you Will's hate outfit it. at the it's end? My favourite. Yeah. I just had his hat. I didn't mention mm. the rest of the outfit. No, no, no. So. Not looking hard enough. You, you
1: okay. can't. You can't have the outfit without a hat, though. Okay.
0: You fine. could. You certainly couldn't wear
2: that hat without the outfit. No. It's a ridiculous.
3: <laughs>
0: okay. Stupid idea. Uh, so um, I've, I wrote down two others, um, but I think I've got to go with uh, just Barbosa's outfit in general. As you said, he's a classic pirate. It's got. It's got like a nice kind of really deep navy blue. Kind of is it like a tunic or something he's yeah. wearing yeah. and. A nice cross belt, black belt thing, and his ha- his hat's cool. Cool. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm just gonna say Barbosa's outfit in general.
2: He is the quintessential pirate, isn't he? He's hundred yeah, percent pirate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah.
1: yeah. You've got the rotten teeth, gold tooth, and mangly nails to go with as well. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that wouldn't be part of my outfit. I wouldn't I, I wouldn't. <laughs> wouldn't go that far. No, no, that's fair.
1: I mean my outfit I would never wear. My outfit is never what I would want to wear. It's no, fair just enough. My favorite Elizabeth <laughs> Elizabeth's red dress that Barbosa gives her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there's a specific scene that it's my favorite in. I mean, it's amazing. But when Barbosa puts the necklace on her, and they've kind of sorted out her hair, so it's kind of wavy, it's slightly creepy. though, isn't kind it? Kind of the wavy, and yeah. then they've she's got the necklace on mm-hmm. the gold, which kind of Mm-hmm. goes Com- with that red complements the really deep yeah. red. it looks really good, okay yep.
0: yeah yeah, yeah, I approve.
1: um I just had something to uh point out kind of from the whole movie, mm-hmm. but uh I watched it on Disney plus when yeah. you watch it, you see when it was made. it was made in two thousand three. Yes the changeovers between in the fight between um Jack and Barbosa between when they're human and when they're skeleton. They're really slick, really yeah. smooth. You go from dead to alive yeah. really quickly. Um,
0: I think the computer animation in those sequences is Surprisingly effective, isn't it,
1: given the, For the such age an old of it? Yeah. Movie, it's pretty good. Like You wouldn't be able to tell, other than knowing how old the actor's now, you wouldn't really be able to tell it's such an old movie, mm. which I think is quite impressive. Yeah,
0: it's good. I agree. All right, we're going to f- finish, as
2: we always do, with closing credit. There's a long list on this one, but surprisingly few amusing ones. I'm going to give a mention to one which hasn't won this 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 time. But um, there's a guy who's credited as being the uh, doing the dental special effects for Johnny Depp, which is pretty funny.
0: I did uh, read that that Johnny Dent- Johnny Dent- Johnny, Johnny, Depp- <laughs> Johnny Depp's dentist got a mensch Yeah, yeah.
2: no, that's uh, that's cool. But this one goes to um, Michael Sean Teague. I think I'm pronouncing that correctly as "CD looking prisoner," which mm. is um, which is quite something. Mm. He's um, Michael Chantig has only done like sporadic acting in TV episodes, like CSI once or twice in the practice. Um, but looking through his um, his movie career as I do, he had, he had another great credit in. A 2006 movie, uh, How to Get Out on a Date in Queens. Had to go out on a date in Queens, which sounds awful. And I think he is awful. In that, he appeared as Guy on Bench, which uh, <laughs> that was after Pirates. Okay. So, so clearly, s- Pirates sprung board his career yeah. and forward. Uh, and he,
0: um, yeah. So seedy-looking prisoner. Yeah, interestingly enough,
2: they're seedy the prisoner 2, 3, and 4, but they're not seedy-looking. So he's the only seedy-looking prisoner. The others are actually seedy.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah. So he they was look prob- CD. He's, he's probably quite reasonable. He's fine. He's probably,
2: yeah. you know, wrongful um, accusations against him. The other guy's are seedy. Okay, Maddie just is
0: CD just, Maddie's just had a realisation.
1: Uh, those are the guys that Jack talked to. Yeah. I yeah. just did, did, and okay. only just occurred to are me. Are they
0: seedy? Was... So one of them seedy-looking.
1: Yeah, I'm guessing it's the one that spoke.
0: Yeah, yeah. I guess so. These, ju- these guys have
2: just got numbers. Yeah. yeah. But they are actually seedy as opposed to seedy looking. So stay
0: well, away no, from those guys. It's a good guys. point because he does say, he does have some sympathy for Jack. He says, you've got no manner of luck at all, my friend. Mm-hmm. Which is a good way of saying you don't have any luck. Yeah. I might use that. Yeah. Yeah. No manner of luck at all, my friend. Seedy looking prisoner. What's the guy's name again? Let's just Michael Sean Teague. That'll do it for this episode. Thanks for listening. Uh, thank you, Andy. Thank you. Thank you, Maddie. Thanks. And cheerio from me next time we will be discussing jaws greatest film ever made (laughs) it's a biggie Uh, perhaps give it a watch if you want to join us but don't forget the small stuff